And even human design, these are like really solid like foundations to learn about yourself, right? And so I feel like whenever you wake up that life's work, you're like learning about what kind of energy you infuse into your career. Whenever you wake up that evolution, I very much see these gene keys through the lens of like business and being an entrepreneur. So I see that evolution as like how we scale our business, how we grow, how we go through these different levels. Welcome to the Projector Guidance Podcast, your source for unlocking insight into human design. I'm your host, Brandi Yates. I'm absolutely thrilled to bring this episode to your ears. If you're a fan of human design or even just a bit curious, you might have come across the concept of gene keys. If not, let me introduce you. Crafted by the insightful Richard Rudd, Gene Keys takes the brilliance of the human design system a step further, standing as a sibling modality filled with depth and insight. This intricate connection between the two systems is precisely why I invited Stephanie Eastman, a 5-2 pure generator, to shed some light on how embracing the gene keys can be your golden ticket to breaking down those barriers holding you back in your business ventures. Ever heard of the activation sequence? Or maybe the pearl sequence? Stephanie breaks it down beautifully, guiding us on how to harness this potential energy to transform those lurking shadows into your greatest gifts. Plus, we'll explore how this sequence beautifully melds with the four gates crafting your incarnation cross in human design. Now, before we move forward with the episode, I want you to pause and take a deep breath and enjoy. But I've been good. I've been I've been going through the thick of it. Actually, you know, yeah, things have been interesting. Lots of shadow work, lots of reflection. Um, what's really funny is we've just entered into fall and I just feel like a fire has just been lit under my ass. <laughs> and it's like, it's time to build. Um, and that's really what I think fall, you know, is kind of about, you know, summertime is about enjoying and, and really maybe even planting those seeds or enjoying what you planted in the spring. But uh -huh. since fall, like I've been like, okay, what are we building? What are we doing? What are we moving towards. So it's been really interesting just to kind of see this um, transition kind of unform. I love that for you. You are such like, you are already such a force and a power to be reckoned with. So I truly can't wait to see like what else comes. I'm excited to see what comes too. Yeah, no, it's been interesting because my energy has been, I mean, to be honest, you know, I've just been studying. Like, that's what I've really spent this past year of just, I'm going to read, I'm going to dig in, and I'm going to really build like a deep, solid foundation with what I'm doing. And now I'm like, okay, we've studied enough. <laughs> you know, we've done a lot. Let's, let's yeah. implement what we've studied. Let's do something with what we've done besides just readings. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what my focus is right now. Oh, I love that. And I feel like we learn so much whenever we teach too. Whenever you like take all that time that you like, you, I, I call it troll mode. That's what I did with the gene keys. I went into troll mode. And then after troll mode, I realized I was like, okay, there's nobody out there talking about this, much less talking about it the way I want to talk about it. And the more that I did that, the more that I learned, honestly, yeah. through teaching it through the way that you see it and the way that you interpret it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, I don't know if it's that gate 31 of leadership, like in order to learn, you got to do and I'm like, that's great. I'm, I'm, that's awesome that I have all this information. But now I've got to do things with it. I've got to teach it. I've got to live it. I've got to embody it. Um, And so that's also been a real big focus for me is like, okay, you've been teaching everybody all this stuff. But like, you need to start embodying because I'll say stuff. And I will literally my body will be like, but are you doing that, Brandy? And I'd be like, shut up. 
Uh, all right. I hear you. I, I cool, 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 cool. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you're just being like this little intuitive channel and then you're like, okay, I guess I'll take the message too. <laughs> like, yeah. That's exactly that. I'll put that is. in my pocket. <laughs> that happens all the time, but I really wanted to bring you on here, Stephanie, because <clears throat> I get a lot of questions about the incarnation cross and what is this and what if that, what is that? And like you said, I really love the way that you describe the gene keys. And I really love the way that you teach the gene keys. And so I really wanted to bring you on today. One, just so that you can really, um, explain maybe even like your personal experience of why you went more down the gene keys route than the human design route. And then as this episode kind of unfolds, I really want to dive into those four spheres of genius, which also are those four gates within your incarnation cross, because I feel like whatever information you give with those spheres is going to help us maybe even understand the gates or the positioning of those gates within human design as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, back to your, one of your questions in there. And I I love telling the story because whenever I came across human design, it was one of those things where it drove me bananas because I was always so good at learning esoteric knowledge and absorbing it quickly. It was just like with tarot, with like astrology, with anything like that, I would just gobble it up. And it was almost like it awoken something in my soul. And I was like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be talking about this. But with human design, I sat there and I stared at that five, two profile line for a long time. And I was just like, I don't understand anything <laughs> So I'm just going to put this to the side. I went full pull into my psychic medium work. Like I thought just, just for background, I know that you know this, but I was a lavender farmer before I started my online business. And I thought that I was going to be done with lavender farming and making all natural products so that I could be like Teresa Caputo, like the Long Island medium and talk to people who had crossed over. And so because human design really wasn't making sense, I just went full pull into like the next thing that I felt called to. And so months later, after doing all of these, um, these mediumship readings that were mind blowing and crazy, I a learned that people that had crossed over had like a really, really good sense of humor and they were good. Like they were good over there. It was more us that need to live while we're alive. Mm. And as I was coming to that realization, I saw somebody posted something about the gene keys on Facebook. I was sweating at a farmer's market selling my products. And so I Googled it and I went into troll mode. That's whenever I went into troll mode of just learning, learning, learning. And through that kind of troll mode and unlocking these gene keys, human design then started making sense. I I spent like a week in that four months just studying human design and picking through the pieces that I needed to help me with the gene keys. And so that's kind of how it all unfolded for me. Yeah, that's super interesting. Uh, Because I feel like when I first found human design, I was like, well, what are these gene keys over here? Like, what's going on with this? Because this seems a lot more easier to learn. And I even bought the books, I bought all the audios from Richard Rudd. And I was like, I'm going to learn this. And then like something my my spleen was like, hey, (laughs) I feel you. But do you know how much you need to learn about this system? Like, if this is what you want to know? And I was like, all right. So I was like trying to take, I'm not going to say the easy road. Yeah. But because because for you, what's so awesome is that you have that too, that natural brilliance. Like you're here to follow like what comes easy for you. So to me, human design comes easy to me. Like as I, yeah. it was just the detail. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to be here yeah. forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. So one of the things like that I always work with when I'm working with my clients is when we get to the incarnation cross, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I really like describing the incarnation cross as when you're first looking at your human design chart, right? You've got your sun and earth gate on your personality side, and you've got your sun and earth on your design side. Just those two gates, those two placements alone, you've got 70% of your conscious energy, And then we've got 70% of your subconscious energy. So just working with these four gates, and for you, it's working with the genius, can be really uh, transformative, right? And bring lots of transformation, growth, and self-awareness to a person. So I would really love for you to kind of just go in and kind of describe like how Gene Keys works. Like how does somebody experience transformation um, when they start diving into Gene Keys? So I... I really like while you're talking about it, I I love using images from my brain, even though they might not always like make sense. Like for some reason, images is how it clicks for me. And so whenever I think about that genius and I think about the conscious and unconscious, like sun and earth, like you were talking about, it's almost like, you know, those cartoons where like all these different superheroes would come together in one robot. Like they would all stack on top of each other and be like a transformer or whatever. I'm not fluent in like the 80s cartoons where they did that a lot. But you know what I mean? Where it's like all of these different pieces of you come together and make up this bigger, grander version of you. So it's almost like every single one of these things, especially like right away in the genius sequence, if you're just starting to learn the gene keys and even human design, these are like really solid, like foundations to learn about yourself. Right. And so I feel like whenever you wake up that life's work, you're like learning about what kind of energy you infuse into your career. Whenever you wake up that evolution, I very much see these gene keys through the lens of like business and being an entrepreneur. So I see that evolution as like, how we scale our business, how we grow, how we go through these different levels. And it's really good to have that understanding of ourselves of like, oh, this is when I have the mile marker that I hit. Like this is whenever the big change happens is whenever I'm tapped into that energy. You have the radiance, which is like all about your like mental and physical health, Mm -hmm. which is like how you literally glow from the inside out. Whenever you tap into that key, it's like people feel you. You're like this absolute lighthouse and it pulls them in. Like if they are a ship out in a dark ocean, you are that lighthouse whenever you're mentally and physically healthy and tap into that key. And then that purpose, I almost think about that as just another layer of your life's work energy because you get to infuse that into your career. So for example, my uh, my purpose, I did a post about this today. My purpose is the 60. And I think about that, you know, it talks about limitations and things like that. But I think about it being this um, almost like this imagination engineer in your own mind and the way that you think about things. And so I infuse mindset work into my business as well. So it's all these different pieces, all these different things that make you really, really special that you can infuse into your business and just how you show up in general. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I really, I really love how gene keys and human design really complement each other, right? But like even which is the way that you would walk somebody through the gene keys, it's still very similar to the way that I would teach somebody's incarnation cross, but I just think the language is also different. And also the yeah. information may be different, right? Because yeah. I also know <clears throat> like when you're looking at your sun and your earth, uh-huh. a lot of times when it comes to that sun gate, like you even said your radiance, like this is your uh-huh. mental, this is your physical health. And sometimes yeah 
that's your subconscious energy. A lot of the times we don't even know this. A lot of times we don't recognize this. This is something where we have to truly grow that awareness to recognize that we're really living in a low expression when it comes to that radiance or that design sun. But when it comes to like, let's say you're, you're having a hard time there. Let's say you're having a hard time with this gate. This is where I look at your earth gate, because if you're unbalanced, because we need grounding, we need practical application when it comes to those earth gates. And there's Mm -hmm. always a challenge between the sun and earth gate. So for you, it's like life works and evolution. There's always a challenge that maybe it goes back Uh and forth. And then with radiance and purpose, there's always a challenge. And it's really interesting to see where if you can ground yourself in your earth gates, then it's like it complements your sun gates. It's like your sun gates are shining where they're meant to be. And so a lot of times people who are stuck and living in these low expressions in their sun gate, it's most likely that maybe there's some unbalance that's happening within that earth gate that's also keeping you stuck from expressing yourself in that high expression. My mouth is like on the floor right now because I just love the way that you explain that. Like this is this is the essence of like why we can trust that we're drawn to the right people whenever we go work with human design or gene keys because like the way you just explained that like woke something up in me, you know, and like the right people that want to work with you. It's like, oh, I love the way that Brandy talks about that. So I'm just, I'm gobbling this up. I love it. Yeah, because I think it's so fascinating. So like when you're working with somebody through the keys, do they, let's say they're like, stuck or blocked do they like stay with this one sphere before they move to the next is that kind of how that works you know I think that there are plenty of people that could teach the gene keys that way and from my past and my experience whenever I came keys it was after years of doing the deep diving and shadow work and so for me for a long time, I kind of felt like I was circling the drain of healing and like always trying to fix myself. And what I found whenever I came across these gene keys was that it ignited these higher qualities inside of myself. And it was almost like all these 11 spheres were like a bank of all the things that I was really good at. And this is probably because I have the life's work of the 32, which is like the success versus failure, where I really started leaning into like, what actually happens whenever we put all of our eggs in the basket of like, this is going to be successful and this is what I do to make this work in my life. And so that's how I've been working with clients is like, instead of like, we need to clean all of this out and fix you. It's like, what happens when I like, light this flame and I pour gasoline on this flame inside of myself, like how much changes because like the challenges, the obstacles, the mental work, it's going to show up anyways. But what happens whenever we lean into our strengths and our superpowers is we get excited and we have much more fun showing up in our business and moving through those challenges and obstacles. So that's how I've always seen it since I started teaching it. Do you feel like, because you're a generator, so I'm curious, this is for my own research, but um, do you feel because you are a generator, like maybe in the past things didn't work out because you didn't put all your eggs into one basket? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of mindset work in my past that I just wasn't doing where it was like 10% thinking about the things that would be successful. And then the other 90% just being like all the things that could go wrong, right? And so I definitely feel like as a generator, the more that I can put the energy of the like, 
things working out, the more fuel I have as like a little, like they call it, what is it? The energizer bunny, like the more happy and excited I am, the more energy I put into the things that I love and that excite me. Yeah. Well, cause like I was looking at your chart and your bridge gate is gate five, which is the gate uh-huh. of rhythms. Right. And so you being a generator, if you're not consistently showing up and finding a rhythm and whatever you're putting your energy into, like then you as a generator may be switching like, oh, I'm going to try this. Oh, I'm going to try that. And kind of exhausting yourself because you're never finding a rhythm or finding a routine or grounding yourself. So now you go to your uncon or your undefined, um, you know, heart center. And it's like, I'm unworthy because I can't find a routine. I'm unworthy because I can't put or, or, make this thing expand. I feel like as a generator, in order for you to expand, in order for you to really nurture something, like you've got to, you've got to commit, you know, you've, you're here to generate and to give life to something. And as manifesting generators, they have the gift or it's like, I'm going to give life here, there, here, there, over there. Cool. But you know, as a generator, I just feel like the more and more I watch generators, spreading your energy out like that, or constantly shifting and constantly changing rather than just waiting for that response to pull you into something um, has been interesting to observe. That is such a really cool way of describing that actually, because it's so true. I did used to go from like one thing to the other. And what I learned, even listening from your videos is the mastery behind the generator, which I had never known until you shared. And I was like, that is a really cool way of looking at it. And truly it's been through this past year of like, almost being married to these gene keys and being like, okay, instead of like flying by this knowledge, like learning all of this and then like skipping to the next thing, like what happens if I dig into this, if I really sink my teeth into it and like, see how I can teach it from all different angles for people. And especially like through the lens of business. So yeah, sinking your teeth into it as a generator has been something that has been so expansive for my life. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to like streamline it and try to like, well, how's the most efficient way I can do this? That's you trying to act like a manifesting generator. That may be you even trying to overuse your willpower, just like your ego being like, let's just get this done. Let's hurry, which is your not self from that gate five. Gate five is like, where's the rhythm? Um, (laughs) So that's super, super interesting to look at. I'm curious for somebody who has, um, you know, the depth and knowledge and the gene keys, what's your favorite uh, key? Oh, that's such a good question. (laughs) I just because like personal for like one that I have in my chart, my favorite right now has been the 56 because I see that not only as the storyteller, but the comedian. And it's, I've had so much fun. Like you and I have had this conversation about like making memes about the gene keys and like making memes, like, and expressing myself through my weird, strange sense of humor, instead of trying to be this like prim proper business coach that shows up, it's like, Hey, I'm kind of quirky and different. And like, here's how I do it. So that has been one of my favorite lately is like tapping into that sense of humor. And then another one that I do not have, which I'm kind of a hippie whenever it comes to all this stuff. Like, even if you don't have a certain gene key, I'm like, if you're turned on by that, like you can harness that and wake that up in your system. And so I kept doing these readings with somebody that had, um, with people that had the 26 and that's all about being like the hypnotist whenever it comes to sales. And I was like, I want to get really good at sales. Cause I used to be this unconfident. BMW sales girl that was like on a mission to be the nicest salesperson in the world, but like didn't understand sales, <laughs> didn't understand them. And so whenever I came across these gene keys, I'm like, 
I'm going to be a master at marketing, at showing up, at emailing, at doing all this. So I've had so much fun with that 26 lately too. Mm, that's interesting. I have my Chiron in gate 56. So I always oh, yeah. find, yeah, that's something that I'm here to heal, um, which is so fascinating to me when I think about it, because it's also called uh, the gate of stimulation. And mm. like, I have been really addicted to stimulants, right? Like substances uh -huh. that were stimulating. So I found that really interesting. Um, and then like, even just the way I share stories um, or the way that I, I can really... So this gate, gate 56 or key 56, one thing that I do know about it is that because it is a storyteller and it is here to stimulate uh, through its stories, you can really get stuck in the negative stories or oh. you could really get stuck sharing negative stories or living and being like telling your story of your life in a very negative way where it's almost like disempowering. Um yeah. So that just really hits home for me. You know, that's something that I'm really here to heal something that the way that I share the way that I um, share my story. And I hear it all the time. Like even in this podcast, like when I hear myself reflect back on this, I'm like, ah, man, I don't, I don't know. It's really interesting to see that reflection. I get that as well. I think you and I tapped into this, like the very first time that we spoke, but I'm six years sober now, but that is not the story that I am telling about my business because like, A, that's not the people that I'm talking to and B, it was just one part of my story. I get to choose what's important in my story and what applies to what I do now. So that's, mm. how, that's how I've seen it too. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Um, so if that's your favorite gate, What's your favorite sphere? Oh. <laughs> I have been banana pants crazy about the attraction sphere lately. And I, I truly know that I teach this differently than, um, than the Gene Keys Guides program, things like this. But I'm like, this is all about this chemical reaction that takes place between you and the person that is going to like come into your world. Whether it, you can see it through the lens of like relationships, things like that. But I see it through the lens of like clients and people that have like opportunities for you. Like they are just pulled into you whenever you start showing up with the Gene Key that is in that attraction sphere. You know, it was actually, um, I think it was the course that you and I kind of held together. You talked about yeah. the attraction uh, sphere and I was like, hold on, where is this in the human design chart, right? And it's the, honestly, yeah. it's on the design side. It's the moon on the design side, which I find super fascinating because if you look at the moon, on the personality mm -hmm. side, that's what you're here to focus on. Like it's part of your, it's part of your emotions. It's part of um, the, <clears throat> not the direction, but yeah, what you're here to focus on. And then on the other side, you have the attraction. So I feel like when you're focusing on the right things, subconsciously, you are attracting or naturally attracting, um, you know, clients or, or energy that align with you. Um, so it was really you that really got me interested in how powerful that gravitational um, energy can be when it comes to that uh, design moon. And ever since then, I've been like looking at everyone's chart. I'm like, man, you're right. And I even started tapping into it, into myself. I was like, wow, there is so much power um, that can really come from this um, in this position in your human design chart as well. Oh my gosh. I love it. And usually whenever I explain this to people, I'm like, they're like, how is a gene key chart? Like a human design chart. I'm like, if you picture one of those like toy crane machines that you go to at a bowling alley to get a stuffed animal and you go over the human design chart, you literally pick it up and then you place it over in your gene key chart. You know what I mean? It's just a deeper dive into those things. That's what it is. So I love that description. 
yeah, it's always fun to like learn these different parts of us. And like, I still have so much fun diving into just a human design chart as well, because like the mercury is not in the gene key chart. And I think that that's so important, like on both sides, the Neptune, like your dreams, the way that you show up for like what it is that you're building. I don't think that the gene keys are done yet. I think that they're going to add more to them, but I still incorporate things from both. So it's always cool to see how they work together, you know? Do you know if Richard Rudd is, is that something that he's kind of interested in is extending on what he's already built? Um, that is what I've heard through circles. I'm not like super involved in the community over there. And I, I've had times where I'm like, Oh, do I want to learn more? But for some reason for me, it's always felt very, very strong because that was always my tendency to like dive all into the whole world of things. For some reason, learning these gene keys was very different for me where it was like, you see, like you have the bones, you have the structure of what they taught. And now you have to do your interpretation. It's always, it's almost like this ancient voice that comes through me and I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it the way that it's coming through then. Cause it's just, that's been a way that's been really fun and really like invigorating for other business owners to see it a little bit differently than it's taught. Yeah. Absolutely. I do have a random question for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but looking at your chart, you have a completely open Ajna. Um, do you feel like you're somebody, and I was just, honestly, I was reflecting before we get on here. Every time I get on a call, I like come up with, what am I going to say? What's the next thing? And it's so, and I'm not here to do that. I'm here to be intuitive in the moment. And it's just so funny to watch myself try to come up with what, what how am I going to open up this, this call? And what am I going to say? Do you go through that? Because you have a defined throat, but you you have an open Ajna. So I'm just kind of curious, do you go through that experience? Like before I, I do interviews or do things like that? If you're going to go meet somebody, if you're, do you come up with what you're going to say before you kind of go into um, anything or something with somebody else? So all human design and gene keys aside, I sometimes listen to like Alex Hermosi. Do you ever see him on like TikTok, like big buff dude, like multimillionaire. He's him and his wife, like do all the stuff. They talk about business. In one clip that I had heard him speaking, it was talking about the fact that like, if you give yourself 20 minutes before like any zoom meeting or any presentation, like you go in it with a different kind of energy because like most people don't do that in this world. And so I just kind of started adopting that into my life and into how I show up is like most of the time I go and I do all of those things because a, I think it's like a safety thing to be honest with you. Like I feel really good whenever, like I know that my little intuition is going to trail me off different places, but if I at least have like five topics, like five things that I want to cover, I'm like, okay, I can build from here. And that feels really good. But B, it almost like seems to make things go smoother and seems to like keep things structured almost on time more than anything else. And so I, I just played with that idea and I practiced it and it seems to be something that I enjoy doing. So yeah, even just running that through you made me just realize that I'm more speaking to my arrows than anything, right? Because my arrows are strategic and my arrows are focused. It's like, how are we going into this conversation? Like, what's, yeah. what are we gonna, what are we focusing on? What's the point? So even just saying yeah. that, I'm like, ah, okay, I see where that's coming from. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now you have, I've, I mean, since the last time we met in what, July? 
You've got a lot of things going on, my friend. It seems like you've just kind of blown up. You've got a course or that you're about to start, or if you have not, or if you've already started. Um, so please just tell me what you've been building for yourself and what you have going on right now. Yeah. So my course decode your keys, I'm actually about to run it for the second time. So this is kind of one of those programs that whoever was in the first time. And whenever you jump in, you get to come along for the ride. Cause I plan on doing it a few more times because there's so much to the gene keys. And so it, it feels really good to like build it in these chunks. And so we are about to start decode your keys. The second round in, or what is it? It's already September. So September 18th. And that is going to be a really fun way to like almost map out your business and then learn all 64 of these keys and just to learn it in like a fun, fast and easy way where we take information that feels very cryptic. Like, cause sometimes whenever you look at your gene key chart, it's like, what in the heck does this mean? Like there are so many words, there are so many circles. And I just break it down in a simplistic way because back in the day I needed gene keys for dummies, but gene keys for dummies did not exist. And so I love teaching it that way. Um, I've really been uh, excited about doing more of these online, uh, little meetups like we did in the summertime, which I'm thinking I'm like, okay, probably December, or January, another one's coming because I just had so much fun. And listening to you teach was like, it was such a beautiful thing. Like, I don't know if you're doing courses or anything right now, but the way that you showed up and you taught for that course was like, you knocked it out of the park. Like, I still think about that. I was like taking a shower the other day, thinking about that, just so you know. <laughs> I was like, that was incredible. And I want to go back and watch it again. But um, that and then one-to-one -one coaching, I have offers where I work with people and I help them with like their discipline in their business, like showing up um, and then infusing the gene keys in human design to like help them just feel like this amazing little peacock whenever they show up online and for their business. I love the way you describe things. Like I just laugh and giggle all the time we're together. And I absolutely love it. Even when I was looking at your landing pages, I'm just like, man, she's so unique. She makes everything fun. And I just, I truly, truly love the way that you display things. Thank you so much. I, in my brain, I'm like, Brandy's like my best friend. Like, I, love, I love hanging out with Brandy, even though we don't talk every day. I'm like, I love her. Oh, then we need to talk more. I need friends. My three, five is lonely. My three, five is lonely over here. <laughs> I've got my partner and she's awesome. She's amazing. But you know, we, uh, we, we definitely need to expand outside of our circle, which is, which is what we've been doing lately, which has been amazing. Oh, that's nice. I get it. My husband works from home too. So we're like, we hang out all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. 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 It's a real interesting experience. And that's when I even tell her like, man, when we get out of this RV, I'm getting a fucking house. We're having our own bedrooms. Like we are going to have our own space. I cannot wait. I'm even like, hey, do you want to like rent an Airbnb and there's two rooms? Do you want to like, you know, because oh, yeah. I just, I, I, I feel a dramatic difference when I get to sleep by myself. She's got the 1949 channel. She's very sensitive. She loves touching. She's and like, we're complete opposites. I'm like, I don't want to be touched. Like I need, to, it needs to be the right time. Like just, you know, and she's like, wants to be touched all the time, all the cuddles. So we definitely have to have a balance there. Um, but if she would sleep next to me all the time, if she choose uh -huh. to, I, I feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just, I wake up and I'm like, I'm clear. I don't know. It just, it feels good. I, and then what I really love is that when we do have that separation, it doesn't matter with anybody, but like whenever I'm able to separate, and this is my third line coming in hot, but whenever I am able to to bond back with, I know exactly what I'm meeting with. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can be like, well, how is, where is she on her emotional wave or where is this? But like, when we don't break apart, I'm in it and I'm influenced and like, I'm being influenced by the emotions. I'm gonna, and it's hard to sometimes separate myself. I'm like, is how are you feeling today? Cause I <laughs> am feeling a certain way and I don't, I'm not resonating. I didn't, you know? So it's really interesting to, to see how our feelings really play off of each other. But that separation to me is, is where you can just go in. And I don't know, I'm able to still keep that separate boundary with my aura. What is her profile line? Uh, she's a four, six emotional projector. Oh, big squishy heart. Yeah, she is. She is. She's a big squishy heart, but she's got a lot of motors defined. She's got a defined heart. She's got a defined solar plexus. She's got a defined root. And I'm like, Shit. you know, <laughs> between, between her and her son's a manifesting generator, man, when he's here, like truly I'm outside. I'm like, I can't be in here all the time. You're in, he, he doesn't do anything. He's just got loud, big buzzing energy. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, this is cool, but let me know when you want to hang out, invite me in my friend. Cause I like, can't, yeah. I can't sit in it. I really can't mm -hmm. just sit in it. It's really interesting. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, it is. Um, Stephanie, if anybody was interested in finding you and wanting to work with you, whether it was helping them create, because I see that you're also like offering where people can create content better for themselves, um, coaching one-on-one -on -one with you. So you have a lot of different options to help people really step into their business with, with their higher power. Where would people find you? Okay, so the best places to come find me are over on Instagram or on TikTok. And both of those handles are at Hey Stephanie Eastman. So H E Y Stephanie Eastman. And all of my offers are always on display for everybody. Like wherever you're at, if you're somebody that's like, Hey, I want to go full pull. I am banana pants crazy. I was that person whenever I started my business where I invested in six months of mentorship <laughs> rather than uh, sign up for classes. So like, I get it. I have stuff for people at all levels or like, like you were saying about the content. Like I love to teach the gene keys on like how they can help you create content. So all of the links for that, my decode your keys course are on Instagram and TikTok. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Stephanie, this, every time I talk to you, I just get so much energy. I'm so full of joy. This was amazing. <laughs> and I'm really, really uh, appreciative that you were able to hop on here with me today. Well, I appreciate the heck out of you too. And I cannot wait. You're going to be hopping on my podcast here in the next few weeks. So I am. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm going to go ahead and Thank you for joining me today on the episode of Gene Keys and Incarnation Cross with Stephanie Eastman. I want to thank Stephanie for joining me and sharing her amazing insight and wisdom on how you can use the Gene Keys to improve your business and transmute your shadows. Remember to subscribe to the Projector Guidance Podcast for engaging episodes, expert interviews, and transformative discussions. By staying connected, you'll continue to receive guidance and support as we delve into the various aspects of human design. Together, we can unlock the true potential of our unique designs. If you're looking for resources to help you deepen your understanding of human design, check out my website at projectorguidance.com. Until next time, may each of you embrace the power of your human design, 
honor your true essence, and thrive in the magic that unfolds when we live in alignment with our authentic selves.